We're the Pragmatic Doulas. This is a podcast where we talk all about birth and other interesting things. Birth may be a goddess, but she doesn't want to be worshipped. She wants to be respected. She doesn't want incense. She wants common sense. And we are here. Hello. We have arrived. We have arrived in your ear holes. And it's, yeah, there's a visual. (laughs) Kim and Steph swinging from someone's earlobes. There you go. Trying trying to scream into your ear holes. I was like, remember, honey, I shrunk the kids. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Creepy. Um, So we are missing the incomparable Suzanne today. She is dealing with life because life is something that just has to be dealt with and sometimes there's just not enough bandwidth to do it all so that's right and so we fully support that day where you just say no (laughs) and it feels so good to say no you know I had this conversation with my my daughter this morning I went in to wake her up um, to like her one day a week that is actually in uh in the shop her welding shop um and it's full day and I walked into her room today and I was rubbing her back to wake her up and that all went well. And I got downstairs about 10 minutes later and I, she texted me. She's like, mommy, I just can't. And I'm like, okay, well, you're grown. You know, if you can, or you can't. And so you can't. And, and that was all I heard from her. But I went upstairs again about 10 minutes later and, and she was weeping in her room because she's feeling guilty about not being able to I'm like this is going to be the rest of your life every day you decide what you can and what you can't and today decided what you can't which is step one step two is letting go of any guilt about it you knew this and you took the step and now it's all okay now you can focus on what you can do Um, but wow we really need to undo all of that guilt about the days that we say we can't I've always allowed my kids to have like a mental health day, like just to like, if you, do you just want to take the day like and not go? Like if it, it's fine, it's one day, like you're not going to do it every day and you're not going to do it once a week. You're going to, you know, you're going to, you're going to take the time when you actually need it. But it's funny. Um, I did this one time with Thomas, uh, in grade 11, I guess it was, because grade 12 was in COVID. Um, and we were, oh, maybe it was grade 10, because we were still, I was still at the gym. And I took him with me to the gym. Well, my ex-husband did not like that. He should have been, if he wasn't actually physically vomiting or diarrhea exploding out his ass or, you know, something where he was completely bedridden, he should have been at school. It's like, mm, no, not necessarily. You can't, when you're struggling, you don't have this, you can't see that. But there's a yeah. point where you have to say, hey, you know what, today's just not that day. And that's okay. It is. Because especially when we're talking about going to school or reading or things like that, um, my youngest just says she doesn't absorb it. 
when she's having that day, it doesn't matter how many times she's sitting in front of her tablet or in front of her book or listening to somebody. She says, it's like the Charlie Brown teacher. Yep. Just, it's, enough, it's not computing. It's not staying. It's not holding. And it's like, okay, walk away. Yeah. Like, why, why beat yourself about the head and shoulders about that? And like with Thomas there, what he could do was up and move his body. So you know what? He got up and moved his body. Yeah. He couldn't absorb shit. Yep. But he could get up and move his body. So that's also good for your health. And we had we had a good time and we spent the day together and, you know, all of that. Why is that bad? Not all school, not all learning is done in school. Learning has to be a journey. And it's okay if you take a day. He didn't have any tests. He didn't have any assignments due, you know, things like that. So who cares? What the hell? It, I mean, I think, the, have we all not taken mental health days, but told our boss, you know, called in and said, oh, I got explosive diarrhea. I can't come in today. Right. <laughs> I mean, we've all done that, but we've lied about the reason why we need to be, why we need to take a day. When in reality, we just should have, should have said, you know what? I never do this. It's been like six months since I've done this, but I can't today. I just yeah. can't. No problem. You know what? You get yourself better. You come back tomorrow, tip, tippity top shape. We're good. Right. And when you do that, and when you say it out loud, it then makes it okay for the next person to do so, including your fucking boss. Yes. Whoever you're calling into, it's okay for them who is overseeing all these people to be able to say, today's not the day. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. Or it's a half day or, you know, it's a limited, how many things I'm going to put on my plate day. I might go in, but I'm only going to deal with three things today. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Whatever. Exactly. Whatever. Yeah. And I mean, <laughs> let's, let's be honest. I'm having, I'm having, I'm having the week from fucking hell. Yeah. Shit balls. Honest to God. So I, I'm going to talk about this in the, the podcast, the birth and parenting things that I do. Um, I don't even know when I'm going to record it. I was going to do it today, but again, I'm not sure I have the bandwidth for it. I'm still writing it. That's the problem. Um, so while this, that's a more scripted podcast than this one, um, this one is just really, you know, three women spitballing, spitballing and uh, randomly speaking. But um I realized like I am so smack dab in the middle of the sandwich generation. I am like the baloney in a couple of pieces of bread and it is so exhausting. Like I've got, so I was saying to you guys in the thing, you know, my uncle called twice this morning and about he was put on, he's going to be put on a steroid that he started today, which I hope to fucking God starts kicking in because I can't take it anymore. Um, and, but the steroid actually will leach calcium and vitamin D from your system. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I got him some calcium and vitamin D and he has to take it, you know, one in the morning and one in later in the day. So we called this morning to say, you know, we'll, sounding like death warmed over um, or not even warmed over, just death. And, you know, well, do I still take my B12? Yeah, 
Well, they're two completely different things. Why would you, why would you stop taking the B12? It has nothing to do with these other two. And then he's on clonazepam for anxiety, clearly not enough. And his prescription was upped to two pills. But of course, that wasn't uh, put into with the pharmacy. So the pharmacy still thinks he's on one pill, but clonazepam is a is a controlled substance. So it uh, they don't want to give him any more <laughs> <laughs> because they think he should still have enough. <laughs> but he started taking two pills. Um, so he said, and I mean, he tells me he has, you know, about four or five days left. Um, so I'm like, great. Okay, well, I'll, I'll call the, the doctor to have them fax over the new prescription. So that was yesterday. Now I didn't call because yesterday I had a whole bunch of other shit on my plate and in my brain and in my heart. So I'm like, no, that can wait because when he says he has about four or five days, you can triple that number because <laughs> he's, he's, he's grown up in you know a depression era. So he hoards things like medication and things like that. He doesn't, he usually starts panicking about a prescription um, about, you know, three days into taking it. Like he needs to get more because three days have gone by and now he doesn't have the full prescription. So he needs to get more. This is, this is what I deal with. So he says he's got about four or five days. So I said, okay, no problem. So, but I'm going to, so he calls and says, well, did you call again? This is the second call this morning, sounding like death. I'm like, well, no. And I'm in the car, so I'm driving my son to work. And I said, well, no, I'm going to call on Friday because I, I had a lot on my plate. So I'm going to call on Friday. Oh, okay. And I go, you've still got some left. Yeah, about four or five days. Okay. Now, of course, when I asked him the other day, he only had like two or three days, but now he has about four or five days. <laughs> So I said, I'll call on Friday, but of course I'm stupid. So I called today when I got, just before we started doing this and I called and talked to the doctor and, and changed, a, changed a, an appointment. And I said, uh, I said, you know, can we get that prescription sent to the pharmacy? And she goes, well, the doctor's not in today. Um, you know, they can fax us. And I'm like, oh, that's not going to happen. Like this pharmacy is like probably the busiest in North America. It's, I hate this pharmacy. And, and she said, well, I can leave a message for the doctor. I said, that's fine. Cause he's got about four or five days. And while it's super urgent for him, it's not necessarily super urgent for the rest of us. So, you know, if you can do that, that would be great. So I go, so I call him back. He doesn't even sound like death anymore. He sounds like that's it. He's done. Like he's gone. And um, his PSW is coming. And I said, and I said, well, you know, they're the guys coming or, or the, they're going to send the prescription in, but it isn't going to be today. Okay. It might be tomorrow. It might also be Monday. Okay. So just calm down. All right. But he's like, oh, I can't. I'm like, so have you, have you started the, the steroid? Have you turned your oxygen up? What are your numbers like? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I can't even. I got, yeah, I, can't, I, got I, I can't even. 
Well, you just rest now until the PSW comes, okay? You'd breathe, try and breathe calmly and whatnot. I swear to God, this prednisone that he's going on, honestly, I feel like it's more for me than it is for him. I know he's going to feel better. I 100% know he's going to feel better, but I fucking need that shit to kick in because at this point in my life, I'm done. Like I, I can't anymore and I will keep because you're the meat in the sandwich. You have to keep, one can't live on just bread alone. I've tried, but try and keep moving forward. I'm trying. <laughs> Yay, prednisone. Okay, I need the goddamn prednisone. <laughs> Can we get some for the support people, please? Seriously. And of course, we're talking to his, his respiratory therapist uh, yesterday, Wednesday. What the hell day is it? Thursday. Yeah, so it was yesterday. And Oh, no, it was Tuesday? Yeah, it was Tuesday. And of course, she always asks... And Kim, how are you doing? And I have to like choke back the tears because I'm not good. I'm not good. But I'm like, yeah, no, I'm okay. I'm fine. It's all, it's all good. <laughs> no, it's more like, please don't ask me that question or we're going to have a problem. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. need you to stop asking that. Yeah, please don't. Because it's not, the answer is no, I'm not good. Let's just assume that that's always going to be the answer. Okay. And let's move on from here and get him yeah. better. We can't go there right now or we're going to be here for three hours. Okay. And you're not <laughs> a psychologist. You're a respiratory therapist. You know, I went to a team meeting for, uh, for, for my youngest and uh, we were going through all the, the plans for the next year and, and course choices and all of those things. Um, for anyone who doesn't, I think most people know, uh, Megan is a uh, proudly autistic individual. And um, so we've been working on their, on their program with, uh, with their, their team. But the same thing happened. We were just, we had moved through all of the, the plans Megan has for next year and how we can best support those plans. And um, the social worker for the school said, uh, we'd gone over what they can do for, for Megan as well. And they said, and, and Stephanie, how are you doing as the support person for nope. Megan? Don't exactly. ask. I said, if we have five minutes to wrap up this session, before you guys move to your next family. We can't go there right now. They're like, would you like to set up an appointment? I'm like, I don't know how much time you got because I don't know that I have the, the space right now yep. to make that appointment and dump on you and then go back to my regular day. And that's the big thing is it's the, I'm worried about the first appointment. Yes. I feel like I feel like I need to have the appointment and then book a day off so I can just crawl into bed. Yes. But I don't have time to book a day off to just crawl into bed. Nope. You know, like the, the hangover from being honest is, yeah. is going to be a big one. I, it's funny. Like I used to, so I used to see my chiropractor and I would go get an adjustment, but I would also like talk to her as well. Like she would, she would be there to listen to some of my shit, right. And just unload. And I mean, she, again, not a, not a therapist, not a psychologist. Um, but it felt really good to sort of have my body sort of realigned and then, you know, maybe leave some shit behind when I left. But I have not seen her in over a year now. Yeah. And my body hates me as a result. And 
again, I'm completely overwhelmed by all of it. Now, the thing is, having said that, like I say this, but really my kids are great. Like I, my kids are great. Okay. Like I have no, they're actually fairly self-sufficient. I am there to listen to them when they, when they need and, and to be there and drive them places and stuff, which I love doing because it's spending time with them. And I love my clients. Like I have a client right now who's going to be uh, indu or induced on Monday. She has a, a host of, you know, issues. But I love talking to them because they're such an amazing couple. And they're so, they're so nice. <laughs> <laughs> and I just want the world for them because they're so lovely. You know, those people that are just like, they make you smile when you see them, like they, and they have such love for one another. You're like, oh my God, you're so great. <laughs> so, you know, and I love doing that, but then every now and then, like, and I, and I feel horrible for saying this and I shouldn't because I don't mean it necessarily the way it's coming out, but, you know, just being bombarded on a daily basis with the issues of an old man who I didn't necessarily sign up for this. You know, this wasn't what I expected things were going to be like when I sort of took on, you know, this medical power of attorney and, you know, going grocery shop for shopping for him and, and things like that. But I'm now his person, but I don't have a person, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. Everybody needs a person. Now, granted, I don't want a mate. I fucking don't want any of that bullshit. That's way too, that's too much lettuce and tomato in this sandwich. Like, forget it. Um, and it doesn't bring anything to the taste of the sandwich either. So just leave it. But the side dish would be fine, but I don't want you up in my sandwich. No, I just want, I just want somebody to talk to, you know what I mean? Like, and I mean, I have you guys, which is great, but I mean, you guys, got, you guys got your own shit. Too. <laughs> like it's everybody, has shit, everybody though. has shit. It's just like, I just want, I should get a therapist. I wish I could afford a therapist. <sighs> Anyways, it is what it is. What else are you going to do? <laughs> So how's everybody else doing out there? Y'all surviving? Did you get your COVID vaccine yet? I see all these doulas getting their COVID vaccine. Yep. But uh, some of the work I'm doing today is uh, hopefully getting, well, anyhow, there's some, there's some good news coming. So okay. I'll just leave it at that. Okay. So I won't, I'm not going to get, I'm getting the vaccine, but I'm going to get it as like a regular human. Um, I'm not getting it as a doula because I have, unless the hospital requires it for me sooner and they want to put in-person classes back into, back into place, um, which would be fine. And I'll, they'll have to help me sort of navigate that. But um I don't, I'm not going to do in-person births. I'm not going to do in-person uh, postpartum support. So I'll leave the, I'll leave the vaccines for those that are going to need them sooner. And as long as my elderlies get it, I'm good. So. Awesome. Yeah. So my, my first elderly got theirs yesterday. Nice. So we, that's where we're starting. Pardon me. Now it's just uh, waiting for my mom and dad and, and mother-in-law to get theirs. 
Um, they're all very excitedly waiting. So we will see. We'll yeah. see how everyone's doing. Yeah. So my mom gets hers on Monday, same time. So I said, you know, my my client's going to be induced on Monday, and she's like, "But I'm getting my vaccine." I'm like, "Mom, she's going into the hospital to get induced. <laughs> like, I'm not going with her. It's all virtual." If I have to step aside to answer a phone call, it's all good. But, 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 mom, I'm going to be there. Can you stop buying trouble, please? Can you just sit back? It's all good. It's Put all it good. back on the shelf. Yeah. It's, back all, on the shelf. it's all good, please. Because I, I can't have you losing your goddamn mind. Ugh. Elderlies. I swear to God, when I get to that point, just stick me out into the ocean somewhere, plop me on an island and be done with me. This is, this is where we're going to probably do that whole Golden Girls thing. We'll have a main house. Everyone has their own separate little section. We'll just prop you up in a corner. Everyone will be happy. You can, you know, yell at people as you need to. My kids <laughs> never visit. Oh. <laughs> As long as it's not in Florida, please. I don't want to go to Florida. No. And then we'll, we'll roll our chairs outside too and we'll take little Nerf guns and shoot people with them as they go by. Yeah. And, I'll have, and I'll have this little, I'll have my little shawl, wrap, my shawl, my wrap. <sighs> so ridiculous. All right. What are, we, what are we doing? Oh, so we did want to mention uh, a podcast that you have been listening to by someone who's a super fan. Are we talking about Miss Tanisha? We are. The, the doula experience. You guys go listen to Tanisha, the doula experience. Although. And you it, will, you will learn why we think we're, why she's so awesome. Yes. And it is. Yes. I was going to, there's so many things I could say that it is, but really just go listen to it. She has the most lovely lilting voice too. Um, and you, you get in the first episode, which was already released, um, how she came to this work and how she was inspired by this work. And you want to listen to this. I am telling you, even if I did not know Tanisha, I would happily listen to this episode a couple times because it's just a lovely journey that she invites you along on. Um, and yeah, so go listen to her. Do you have visitors in your in your office space? I do. So don't, don't you I have, have a get a, the fuck out sign? I do not have a get the fuck out sign. Um, Megan, so I I love my favorite pen. Yes. I don't know about anybody else, but there's a pen everyone has, I think where you pick it up and it rolls across the, the paper properly and you get really upset when people, yeah, when people leave with it. Oh, um, no. So my, mine is a Papermate Inkjoy Liquid 0.5 Arrow Point. Okay. I love this pen. Um, and it's cheap. It's a cheap pen. I love the way it feels though. And so I asked Megan to make me a holder for my pen that goes with the colors of my room. Okay, which is white. She the blues been... and the greens. Okay. And she made it the one end is slightly higher than the other so that the ink stays down. Okay, yes. That's what just delivering to me. There you go, all right. That, that delivery is acceptable, that and that, food. Yes, 
So she has just returned from school. This is her, she goes uh, two to three times a week uh, in the mornings to, to class. That's what how it's looking right now in our school system. Right. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. So we've got a land acknowledgement after oh, all yes. our Tanisha and our emotional exhaustion talk. All right. So I have that today. <clears throat> let, me, let me just clear my throat. All right. Let me clear my throat. Oh. Did you get when I posted in that Facebook that that was when I said, girl, you know, it's you? <laughs> I don't think I did. Oh, okay. When you talked about, you know, acknowledging doulas um, and whatnot, and I put, girl, you know, it's you, 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 I love you. I love you. Yep. I got you. I got you. All right. Now it's in your head. Good luck with that. All right. Um, I would like to recognize and acknowledge the land upon which I live, raise my children, work and support birthing parents and is the traditional territories of many nations, including the Mississaugas of the Credit, the Ashinabek, the Chippewa, the Haudenosaunee, and the Wendat peoples, and is now home to many diverse nations, Inuit and Métis peoples. While a land acknowledgement is not enough, it is an important social justice and decolonial practice that promotes Indigenous visibility and is a reminder that we are on settled Indigenous lands. Let this land acknowledgement be an opening for all of us to contemplate a way to join in Indigenous movements for sovereignty and self-determination. The end. Thank you. Thank you. But it's not the end. It's nope. just the beginning of the work we need to do. Yes, absolutely. But that is not our topic today. Nope. Today we're talking about when shit gets stale. Yeah. When you're feeling either your business is stale or you're feeling stale in your business or you're feeling like you need to do something. Spice it up. Spice it up. Clarify it. Now there's, there's, I was thinking yesterday after we chatted about this, that there's really two views on how to um, be in your business. Either you are a niche person where you really want to focus on kind of one clear group of people, um, or you want to be the whole tree. You want to be the umbrella. You want to be able to cover so many different uh, communities in the care that you offer. Um, and we've talked before about having a side hustle or something that complements being a doula. Um, and when I say being a doula, I mean primarily being a birth or postpartum doula. Um, those are, that's what I think about when I think about doulas or birth workers. Um, and then other kinds of doula work like fertility, antepartum, full spectrum, abortion, death doulas are all kind of complementary mm -hmm. to that. And placenta encapsulation. And teaching. So I guess the first thing is, so Kim, are you feeling right now kind of, you and, so everyone knows, I think that you and I are Toronto Doula Group. Yeah. So it's the two of us together. So we are not, so we are not individual. I mean, we're, we are, yeah, no, we're not individual <laughs> doulas. We, we work together. I, yes, I will do. admit we don't work together quite as much now. Um, mm -hmm because we don't necessarily have to I mean we do like we don't have that I mean I'd back you up you yeah. know that right <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure pretty sure yeah 
I will, I will admit Suzanne's been, been more of a backup to you in the last little bit. Um, Cause some of your clients have just been unique that needed backup that I can't necessarily do like twins. I think you had a twin. Um, I've just never really done twins. Um, from birth and they lived practically right beside Suzanne. So just right. for her to go to that. So, so yeah, so we, we started working together, um, being backups for, for one another. And I had a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> I had, uh, I had kind of had this idea, um, like when the Halton doula group came into, into existence, I kind of had this, um, idea about the Toronto doula group. And of course, then there was the doula group, which is, uh, uh, up north Simcoe area but I was like I think we had spoken one time on the phone um, about doing backup and I said you know like here's this idea that I have and and it made sense and it was good and it was just the two of us and then we got quite busy and then had to sort of expand, expand a little bit but it wasn't necessarily the way it works is it's more of a collective of doulas as opposed to a business of doulas. So um, yeah, we kind of built a community of like-minded complementary individuals. Yep. Yep. And uh, so, yeah. So, I mean, I think well, we're going to talk. know how we even started? Have we talked about how we started? No, and like, no, I guess well, we have not. I think, I think we met on a Yahoo group. So where, yeah, we, how did we? we it was a Yahoo doula group. Um, That's how old we are. Or no, no, I, I don't think it was a Yahoo group. I think, was it a birth center? Baby center? No. Fred? No, it was a Yahoo group? Yeah. Yeah, it and must have been. We yabbered It wasn't a doula forth. care. It wasn't doula care, was it? I don't think so. No, I, I think it was something else. Um, and we found each other on there and we yabbered about doula work. And then eventually it's like, yeah, I'm from Scarborough two year from Scarborough. Oh yeah. Where, where'd you go to school or where do you live? Da, da, da. Where'd you go to school? Um, and then finally, I think I asked you, um, what, what was your maiden name? And you, you said helium, like, fuck off. <laughs> and you, I don't think you, you remembered that I worked at Northern Reflections with you either. You're like, I don't remember anything. I don't remember any of that. <laughs> I, I remember telling you, oh my God, I thought you hated me. And you're like, I don't, I I just, I didn't even pay attention to anybody. I just came and I did my work and I went home. How and, long? Because uh, I had, how long did you work at Northern Reflections? Because I had, I had quite a, I had quite a long stint there. And well, I was primarily. And probably working, not, not the most, not the best employee. <laughs> I worked at Karuba at the Scarborough Town Center, which was owned by the same company as Northern Reflections. Yeah. And when everyone needed like extra people or whatever, we would go between stores. So my primary store was Karuba. Right. Um, and sometimes you would like deliver, you know, regional paperwork down to the store and, or I'd do the same thing and go back. And then sometimes I would cover a shift at, at, at Northern Reflections. But I also knew you from just seeing you at school. Right. And I, I just knew you as Kim with the good hair. And um, cause as somebody with bone straight, straight pin to my face peewee herman hair <laughs> um your your hair would go by 
with the wave that you had and I would, my sister and I would both be like she has such good hair and I like her docs. I like her Doc Martens. <laughs> oh, no, you didn't say that because I did not have those until I left high school. Did you have knockoffs? No. Nope, I, I had... remember watching you walk across Lawrence one day. Or maybe that was after you left high school and I was still in high school. Could yeah, because be. I, I was like, I might have been 20 when I bought those. And still have them today. 31 years later. Uh-huh. My sister still has hers too. But yeah, we that's how we actually met in high school, um, working at Scarborough Town Center and then fell off the bandwagon completely. Um, once we both went obviously our separate ways from the Northern Reflections Caruba situation and then found each other just by happenstance on there. Mm -hmm. And then what's funny is when, like you said, we started to get to grow really quickly once we decided to work together and reach out to different people um, we had other doulas contact us about um, working with us and um, and we had a lot of work we we were we able to you know supply a lot of people with work. it out and it felt good to it to do mm -hmm. it like I really liked we moved um, you know we had our online forum at that time I think it was back in when blackberries first came out or whatever we had a Blackberry group with all of the doulas. And one of them, again, was another Thompsonite. Yeah. Michelle Brown. Yeah, that was crazy. Um, that was wild and wonderful. And a seven degrees of separation. I walked into her house to sit and talk with her about working with us. And, of course, I saw her face and recognized her. And I just happened to be going to my sister's afterwards. And it turned out Michelle had worked with my sister only a couple of years earlier um, at, as, as admin. Oh, and wow. They had fucked shit up at that office, dancing <laughs> office and causing turmoil and stuff. So, yeah, yeah it's a great it's, group. Yeah, it's crazy. So, so yeah, and and I think the whole the kind of purpose that I sort of wanted to see was and why it was a collective per se is that I wanted doulas to not be giving away half of their money to a company to just do the work so there was referral fees but it was they were not huge right they were like 10 15 percent so it's not it allowed it paid for you know a little bit of the admin stuff and the and the website upkeep but it was still allowing the the work that that doula was doing to go into their pocket Yes. And that was kind of, I wanted to make sure that that was happening because at the same time we were seeing, you know, agencies and whatnot taking like 50%. And, you know, that, if that's what you wanted to do, that's great. Like if that, you know, will, you know, the stress of not having to advertise will, will take that burden away from you. Sure. No problem. But to me, it felt wrong. So that, that was kind of, the whole point I thought of of doing all of that so and they paid it back to us not just in the fees but we were constantly referring to each other for yeah for care if somebody wanted a postpartum doula we'll send you over here then that postpartum doula would say um oh well if you're signing up for this have you booked your prenatal class yet you know like there's a round robin of of referrals in our group um, where everyone kind of lifted each other up and backed each other up. Yeah. 
So if someone couldn't do a night, then another one of our doulas would step up and take the night. Yep. You know, uh, so we made sure that, or we didn't even have to make sure we chose people who really were wanted to do this work yeah. and they wanted to help each other out. Um, we also didn't place limitations on them building their own business at the same time. Exactly. Also part of the whole purpose was while people were getting their feet wet, loving the work that they were doing and starting to build their own name, um, we wanted to encourage that. Yeah. And, and you saw at the same time, you know, not only were people taking, you know, agencies and whatnot, taking exorbitant fees from doulas, they were also limiting who they could actually work with. They were contracted to just that particular company and were not able to, you know, focus on their own business or work for somebody else, which again is bullshit. Because if you can't, if that agency isn't giving you the work, then you're fucked. Like you can't do anything. And if they find out, then they can sue you with these contracts. It's like, that's not right. That's not in the doula spirit, right? And we, I, I can understand that for like a one, let's say a one year, you commit to one year working with that company if they meet the criteria of being able to pay your bills. Yes. You know what I mean? Like where the work is consistent enough. But if the company falls short of being able to supply the work, I think that that should be a caveat in, in any contract, you know? Oh yeah, 100%. Um, it, in good faith, in the doula spirit, you know? Yeah. And so back then we were absolutely not stale. No. You, you no. and I were, were meeting regularly. I was harassing your children. Um, <laughs> you know, um, we were quite lit up at the time and, you know, here's COVID. COVID comes along and changes how we do this work. Yeah. So, I mean, over the past couple of years, things had been, you know, winding down and, and we didn't necessarily have, <clears throat> we, we had the work that could sustain us, but we didn't necessarily have the work that could sustain other doulas. Um, there was certainly postpartum stuff because I wasn't really doing a lot of postpartum stuff and neither were you. Um, you were doing, you know, breastfeeding support or chest feeding support, but not necessarily, you know, days long postpartum work. Um, so, you know, things kind of, things kind of ran a bit stagnant, even sort of back then a couple years ago. And, but it was okay because, you know, you had work, I had work and that was all that mattered. Like we were paying our bills and we were doing our thing, but then yeah, COVID hit and now it's, I'm super struggling to, you know, actually get the 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 clients that I need in order to sustain, you know, paying my bills. Um, I know you've had more clients than I have. You've been working a little bit more than I have, which is great. Um, so now we need to shake it up a little bit. We need to take everything and shake it up like a martini mixer and pour it out and see what see what we've got so refreshing yeah so we've we've got some ideas and whatnot and i've been uh looking at um a uh i guess they're a business doula so she has a podcast called uh doula's going digital her name is nicole joy she's in florida actually um and 
I felt kind of inspired by all of that and making change and little simple changes that in and of itself makes a lot of sense. So it's, uh, that's kind of where we're sitting and we're meeting, we're going to have a little meetup and uh, talk about changing the website and changing some packages and maybe simplifying things a little bit and yeah. And that's what we, I, I don't think we're alone in this. And that's why we wanted to bring this topic up. And we've both been kind of researching how to do that. Um, the first thing that I really encourage people to do is the very first thing is the feeling. Yeah. Any sort of joy in your business, any sort of sustainability has to come. And this takes me back to what we were talking about just now. When we started, it was a lot of work, but it was work that, that felt good. Yes. It had a lot purpose. Um, when we had our first website, it was very, very tailored to exactly what we wanted to do. Um, so my first thought is joy. So what type of work does everyone who's listening, what type of work, part of that work really brings you joy? I think we need to, anytime really anything is stagnant in our life, uh, and this isn't gratitude. This is joy. Like I'm talking yeah. about break down what parts of your life bring you joy and then decide how that would look in your business. And seriously, write out what your ideal service package would look like. How do you want to show up for a family? Um, it could be like, you, you know, Kim, you love this digital shit and love you've been it. doing it since before. Yeah, we, we, before we started COVID. doing this before. Or COVID, actually, you came to us with, you came to me with this idea and I was like, oh shit, yeah. That's, that's like Kim. This is the Kim package. This is like for all those people who often have a partner or they're this person who wants less people in their space. Yeah. And, and uh, trust the, you know, trust the process and, and trust their doctors and, you know, and, and is already getting an epidural and things like this. Like they already, they've already sort of have in place however they still have questions and they still need maybe some emotional and verbal support right um mm -hmm. so yeah so we were i i had like three clients before the pandemic right before COVID, yeah yeah before covid even sort of hit and doulas were out of out of the out of the the hospitals yeah sorry i lose my nouns every now and then it happens <sighs> Yeah, you did. And you were like, every time you had one, you're like, yes. God, I love this. <laughs> love this. I love, love not, I love going to bed, knowing my client is rumbling. I love going to bed and knowing I'm not going to leave my house. I'm going to be on the phone with them in my jammies, sitting on my couch, still dealing with my elderlies and my kids and whatnot. And being able to do all that stuff and supporting them the way they need. In fact, I had I probably mentioned this uh, at another time when I had a kidney stone and was in the hospital um, last time. I was sitting in emergency getting like uh, IV meds and stuff like that for the pain and things like that. I was digital dueling a client through their labor while I myself was in hospital, different hospital, but I was in the hospital myself. 
like how great is that i could deal with my own shit as well as helping them so i have to tell you for anyone who's just listening right now but they're not on the video kim is like lit up like she went to talk about her elderlies earlier and just you know feeling so heavy in her heart about all of that and now she's like lit up like a christmas tree talking about this and this is when i say joy so people generally speaking know know that i love supporting um, families who have, who are coming through for VBAC, um, whether or not they end up deciding on a VBAC. So someone who has had a prior cesarean and is now trying to understand what support looks like, what the best path looks like, um, and helping them walk through all of that. And it's often tumultuous. It is often one day um, they're planning for a vaginal birth after cesarean. The next day, you know, a family-centered cesarean. What does that look like? How can we work with our physicians to ensure that happens? And sometimes that means changing hospitals. Um, but helping them negotiate and walk down those pathways and leaving it open completely and making that feel like a safe place is what I love to do. I yeah. love doing that work with a family. Um, and so right now, as I'm sitting here talking about it, and Kim, I could see it when you were doing it as well, the ideas start to flow Yes. once you start talking about the joy in the work. So then, you know, we've, we've found your joy. You have found your joy. You're like walking around your room right now. This is what I love. Here's how I love to do it. Call another doula and talk to them about it. And then sit down and write out that package. Yeah. Write out what it looks like. And then look at your website. This is the next one. This is a big one. Does your website, like, does it grab people and say, these people feel joy doing this work. These people will connect with you doing this work. Um, and a lot of the wording that we have from long ago is from long ago. It was a different point yeah. of joy. And so I think us doing an audit of our website is the next big thing. And I think everyone should do this maybe even once a year. Just look at it and say, does this speak to the work we truly want to do? Um, not to take away from having resources for people who do other types of joy, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like some people who love to do um, the postpartum, who love to do like the full day long hands-on teaching, teach you how to uh, confidently bathe your baby um, you know, feed you a big, get you a big fruit bowl and some nuts and seeds and all the fun things while, um, while your baby is resting or hell, feeding it to you while you're nursing, you know, who knows, who knows what that looks like, but parents deserve to have the person who really owns and loves that work because bringing that joy into a home where everyone's feeling very uneasy is so important, you know? And this is where this is where I got kind of inspired by listening to uh, Nicole Joy. It was that people don't hire companies; people hire people. Yes. Right. So that's why you know when we look at when you look at our website, I love it. Like, don't get me wrong, I love it, and it's and it looks good and whatnot. But she made an interesting comment, like, "Where are you?" in your website you know what i mean like you should be front page you know because they need to know who you are it's that whole thing that we see that we've been talking about actually for a couple of years is know 
like trust, right? Right. So when they know who you are, when they know, you know, what you're bringing to the table and, um, and they, 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 they like who you are, they will trust you to be in their space, to be with them, to walk this journey with them. So, you know, we look at these websites now, and I know you see doulas sort of stressing and whatnot about um, websites and curated photos and, and curated Instagram and things like that. But they're not buying the feel of your Instagram. They're spending their money on you as a person and who are you for them? So it's like, so we used to have, I suppose I can share this. We used to have, did you get that email that I sent you? I haven't read them yet. Okay. So we look at the packages and we have sort of listed out blah, blah, blah. And you do this too. And I, I always kind of like, and I, and I make it, you know, this is what we do. However, it's, I've tweaked it to be more of a story, right? To guide them through, you know, what can we do for you? This is come with me on this journey of how it's going to be for you, right? So you're always like, yeah, you can call me when your nipples are on fire and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, why do you always want to say that? <laughs> because I get 3 a.m. calls. Stephanie, my right nipple's on fire. Here's a picture. Yeah. <laughs> so I left that in. <laughs> I left that in for you. But I expanded it to be, you know, that initial package. You know, this is sort of, this is what we can do for you this is what kim and stephanie can do for you so it's not just a listing of you know we can do this we can do this and da 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 da. it's an expanded journey that you can go on with with us that we will be there with you are you saying it's the doula experience it it, maybe it is (laughs) (laughs) thank you tanisha so so You've got to look at, you know, when you're creating these websites, and if you're not going to create a website, that's totally good too. If, you know, it, wherever you happen to be, wherever you are in the process, but if you are going to create a website, make it personal, make it about you, right? That's because they are, and I mean, I used to, I'm not going to lie, I'm going to be a total bitch snob here. I used to look at these ones and go, "Mm, that doesn't look very good. But let's be honest, those are the people that are getting the work. And it's not necessarily the the curated, you know, beautiful stock photo images and, and things like that. Now, having kept that in mind, one of the reasons why a lot of the stuff on ours is stock photos it's because I don't have any photos. <laughs> I have never, I have never made it a, a point of getting photos with clients and things like that, because it never seemed the right time, and I always wanted to keep the focus on them. So, and of course, even if I, I do have a couple of them, I can't necessarily ask permission to use them. So, because I'm not in touch with them anymore. So. Um, have to figure out figure out what to do for that but for the most part at least showing who you are and and maybe showing some of your joy right the way you talk about it and I and I think that I think one of the things that used to happen when I when you talk about your you know your your 10 
10 second elevator pitch and whatnot. I got into, I used to be like, oh yeah, I have the greatest job in the world. I do da 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 And you know, and used to give that sort of story. But now even in my classes, and I know this is wrong too, which I'm totally going to change up um, is, you know, oh, I'm informational support, uh, physical support, comfort measures, emotional support, da 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 And it sounds like a canned answer. But that's not necessarily expressing my joy for the work that other people can be sucked into my joy. You know what I mean? Like you say. So, so yeah, you figure out how you can express that joy visually, verbally. Yeah. I had a client not too long ago who looked at our website, tell me something along the lines of, I would, I would rather see a three-page website of things you love to do than 20 mediocre pages of things that you can do. Thank and you for not telling me that and sparing my feelings. I appreciate that because <laughs> I am the web designer in that fucking thing. No, we, we weren't. He, he had looked at our website, but he was talking about websites in general. He goes, when I get to a website, I want to right away in the first three pages, know what you guys really love to do. Um, and he goes, or, I mean, you can have 20 pages of great information, but if it doesn't grab me as something you really love to do or you're really connected to, then I'll keep going. I'll, I'll click on the next Google link. Um, and I think that really applies here is if you're able to getting, get that joy across consistently, um, then, then, then you're going to have people who do bypass and, and go to the next thing. So make sure that joy is is shared off uh, that word authentically feels like it's overused these days, but really it's true. If yeah. they don't know who you really are, they're going to be able to, do you want, or maybe do you want people to know who you are? Like, do you want a curated thing or do you want to really connect with people so that they're the right people you want to work with? Yeah, that's true too. I mean, and I think for me, I have found that the people that I work best with have been people that want me, like who want my energy and want my you know, sort of who I am. And if that's who I work best with, then that's, that's who we need to be our target market, right? So that's the other thing is who is your target market? Is your target market going to be the people that are going for the curated um, stock photo image, you know, things like that? Or are they going to be somebody different who is going to connect with you on an individual personal level? Right. Mm -hmm. Do you want that? Because some people, um, some doulas don't want that. They want to provide a service and that's it, you know, quick, efficient, in and out, and, and it's done. Um, and I've, I've had a, a handful of clients who bought me um, or bought my services uh, sight unseen, not really knowing what I did, what I do, but that their friend told them that they need a doula. And then they feel that labor starts and they don't want to interrupt me in the middle of the night. And so they go to the hospital and then I get the phone call. So we came in, decided to get the epidural. I'm in bed. Um, can I call you once the baby's born to do breastfeeding? Sure. Um, but, so, but it was just, they felt better having that package in place in case, yeah. but just decided not to use it. Um, so they weren't looking for a personal connection. They were looking to have a service available to them. Um, and that's fine. Yeah. I'm happy 
happy, they're happy. I do come over and do the breastfeeding afterwards, whatever floats your boat. Um, yeah, so I guess maybe that does work for some people um, and it did work for me. It's just, I'll, and completely honestly, I feel a little disappointed when that happens because I get, yeah. I get excited when someone is leading up and rumbling and looking forward to being with the family and stuff, but that's not the path that they chose. Um, but you know what, another way to represent that joy is the personal pictures of yourself, not even necessarily doing doing the birth work, I'd say. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it was Suzanne, our beloved Suzanne had her friend take some pictures of her wearing her favorite color mm-hmm. outside oh. last year. They look so nice too. That's such a great color on her. It is. Um, and she just looked so natural and light. And it's one of the first pictures you see when you go to her website. And if I didn't know her, I would want to keep reading because she's, again, she's, although she wasn't, recomm- they didn't recommend she wear that color. She felt great in that color. Yeah. Um, and it was just done outside with a phone, you know? And so I would recommend people, and I think I'm going to get my kids to do this too. Um, step outside and get your kids to take pictures of you. God knows these kids know how to use these cameras. Oh shit. Yeah. You know, um, just a couple pictures out and about. Um, doing something, I don't know, sitting down, doing something that you love, raking, who knows, whatever floats your boat, whatever you're doing. Um, or maybe hugging one of your kids if they don't mind being hugged in a picture for your website. But, um, yeah, go get some fresh pictures. I say get some fresh pictures, something that really represents what you're doing today, who you are today. Are, are you giving Jack cut eye? Is that what's happening there? My son oh. has just walked into the room being all loud and stuff. He got his diploma and, and stuff. I will get to you later. I'm a scholar. You're a scholar. What do you mean? Yes. I'm a scholar. What does that mean? <laughs> Sorry, I'm like, what do you mean? Your son, Thomas Grant, is an Ontario scholar. An Ontario? What is that? Is this your diploma? No, this is my Ontario scholarship. That's my diploma. Fuck? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? I also got honors. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm only saying this because this kid literally coasted through. What the fuck? It's going up You're fucking right. It's going up on your wall. Welcome to Pragmatic You got the Personal Fitness Award? You got an award. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm so proud. I'm very proud of you, honey. I'm very proud of you. I love you. Oh my God. There's your good news for the day. There's my good news for the year. Holy shit. Oh, we weren't sure about that boy. But here you go. <laughs> my God. I have to tell you, we got shockingly good news yesterday too for Xander. Xander is, you know, he's, he's in college for welding. He got an email yesterday saying that he got a scholarship award. Nice. Right? He's like, do you think this is a scam? As he forwarded it to me. I'm like, no, it, it looks legit. It looks like, legit. Yeah. So we, he called Humber College and sure enough, he won oh, a scholarship. That's awesome. That's awesome. What a great day. Wow. I what? feel awesome. Well, I'm definitely going to buy him that thing he wanted for his birthday. Awesome. Well, hallelujah. What the fuck were we so, talking about? 
Uh, we did updating your website to reflect the joy that you wrote mm -hmm. down and getting some fresh pictures of yourself. What, what are yes. you looking like today? You know, who are you today? Cause you are probably not the same doula or birth worker that you were when you started. I know I'm not, you know, I, I certainly don't look the same. Yeah. Speaking of which I'll be able to show everybody my new crow's feet um, that my kids pointed out to me that apparently only came on during COVID. They're, they're poking around the side of my face. They're like, did COVID do that? I'm like, first of all, I don't have COVID. But yes, probably from the stress of the last year, I yep. now have sudden onset crow's feet around my eyes. But I I'm have cool with all that. this gray hair at the back, which is so hard to color underneath all this ridiculous goddamn hair from COVID. I mean, it's one thing to have my, you know, distinguished gentleman, you know, touch a gray at my temples, but God, this crap at the back. And it's so coarse and curly. What the hell, man? <laughs> Kim with the good hair. Kim with the piece of shit hair right now. It's so long and heavy. I'm pretty sure I could actually get to my goal weight if I just cut it all off. There you go. Take a take scissors to that one, Joe. You're half a pound away from your goal weight. Let's just get out the scissors. Anyways, yes. So what else do we need to do? Joy, Joy, website, pictures, and testimonials. Ah, yes. So people love, so people love to complain, first of all. Oh, okay. If people 100%. have 100%. But I always recommend, and every three months, it's, I think it's, I, I used to do it every three months. I would reach out to clients I had previously connected with and said, you know, I would love it if you went on Google or anywhere and just, or Facebook or Instagram and gave us a bump, wrote out, uh, you know, a testimonial, how you felt about your birth experience, how you felt about support. I'd love that. Um, and now we have the option, yeah, of people doing it for Instagram. Now we have the option of the doing it on Google. Um, but you can also take a portion of someone's letter and highlight it on your website, Yep. you know, um, in the about you section, you know, have it just have like a scrolling line of, of people who have um, worked with you and who can share what it was like to have doula, the doula experience, what it was like to have a postpartum or a birth doula, or even to take a class with you, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, um, well, that's, I have uh, evaluations, um, <laughs> Google, in Google Forms that I do for my classes um, and there's a section at the end uh, for uh, any you know just a blank section where they can just fill in you know tell me anything they want and not not everybody does it which is great but you know there are a couple of in the last few I think I've got about 20 and there's about maybe about five um, pretty glowing testimonials right there and that freshens up your site right there yeah people no, don't just like you're saying, people don't just want to come and look at a list of services. They want to understand you and understand what you bring to the table and having personal words from clients, even if they don't want to be identified, you can use um, initials and stuff like that. Um, some clients do call up and say, I want you to use my pictures, you know, use one of my birth pictures of me holding my baby beside my testimonial, do it. Um, a lot of people who thought that they did not want birth pictures um, or thought they would never share birth pictures actually do end up doing so. 
Um, so when I go to a birth, if I have the hands free in the moment, I or experiential stuff. So if my client has just slipped into her birth tub and she's, you know, planted herself, I'll take a picture overhead. Um, or the first moment you're reaching down to have to bring your baby to your chest, I'll just like run my camera and stuff. And every, I, obviously this is done with consent. We talk about it ahead of time. Oh yeah. 100%. Um, and everything goes into a private Google folder and I send it to the client and I always have a little note, like if there are any pictures here that you are comfortable with me sharing for the purposes of business, um, please let me know. And usually they send me back tag two or three pictures and say, we would love for you to use these on your Instagram or anything like that. Then I actually have to get around to doing it. Mm. That's it, yes. right? Intentions and then actually following through with that shit. Yep. But um those are my big things for, those are the things that I really think of when I think of refreshing and starting anew or just getting connected again to the work, you know, yeah. and have that be reflected in uh, on people's website. I know that those are the things I look for. Like if I'm looking for someone right now, I'm looking for somebody to refinish the front of my, um, my fireplace. But if I open it up and the first page is just words, um, yeah. you know, no people, then or not at least one example of a beautiful fireplace that probably looks somewhat like my house. I don't want to open it up and be in someone's castle. I'm like, yeah, that's, you're not my people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, a little family room at the back of their house with a fireplace. That's what I'm looking for. Someone who does that type of shit. Yeah. Yeah. I, so think, that's me. I think the one thing to remember too, is when you, so go on to, so Kappa did this, they posted this, um, a little bit ago, um, go on to your website or have somebody go on to your website mm -hmm. and ask them questions. Say, I want you to go onto your web. I want you to go on, onto my website and tell me where you think I'm located. Yeah. How many times have you been on a website and you're like, where is this person? Are you? Yeah. Go yes, onto your website. Lot. Have a lot somebody. Of them don't have it. Yeah, exactly. And of course, let's be honest, the internet is like international. But if I'm looking at a website, if somebody just pulls up, you know, doulas Ontario, and I pull up the first website and the person's in Moosonee, that doesn't help me in any way, shape or form. Yeah. So try to, you know, have that there. The other thing, go onto my website and tell me how long it takes you to find out who I am my name, how I have been on at least six websites for doulas in the last little bit and not known who the hell these people are. Yep. Who their name, who, what their name is. That, what is that? Yeah. Who are you? Who are right? you? Yeah. That one bugs me. That one yeah. really bugs me. It almost, it almost comes out it almost feels sketchy. Yes. Yeah. Like you're, like you're being avoided, but I, I want to know who you are. I want to know how this all started. I want to know, like, I want to know who's on your team, but yeah. I, first of all, I want to know how this company started. What brought you here? Yeah. I want exactly. all of that information that makes me feel connected to the business that I can either relate or not relate. And how about, how about going on and actually putting your prices well, that's a whole other kettle of fish, isn't it? 
because let's be honest, if I'm going on a website looking for somebody to redo my fireplace, uh, I kind of want to know where in the ballpark I am. Like I need something. I, yeah. I don't like if it's that whole idea. If I have to ask, I can't afford it. Yeah. Yes. Now I know there's a lot of doulas who say, well, for people who, for whom this is about the service and not the price, they'll call me. I'm like, or not. Or not. You know, I might be willing to pay $1,500 for a doula, but if I can't, I'm not going to waste my time. If I think it's 2000 or I think it's, or you know, a hundred. Yeah. You're wasting my time making me have to call you. Yeah. You know, or making me have to fill out this form. So now I'm on your email list. Yeah. And then I have one more thing I have to delete from my email. So recently I actually had a client who called me completely verklempt. She um, had been speaking with a company and they said, okay, so because it's COVID, you can join all of our parent forums and we meet once a week here and, and this, this and that, this and that. She's like, I don't want, they keep calling me and I don't want any of that. No. Like, and, okay. Um, have you shared that you'd like to be taken off the mailing list? And she's like, it's a calling list. They oh, keep shit. Calling me. And I'm like, okay, have you signed up yet? No, that's why they keep calling me to try and get me to sign up. I'm like, okay. So it just either you can, you know, do it that way and just completely ghost them and ignore them, but they likely will continue to met to call you until your due date. If if there's not a clear message there. Wow. Um, and she's like, do I have to update you? I'm like, no. I said, we can, I, I said, sometimes I have a call with clients after their doctor's appointment, if they have questions and stuff. And she's like, that's just too much. I have a specialist and I have my doctor and then my sister harasses me. I'm like, okay, don't worry about it. Like you let me know when you feel I, like you I, I'm your resource. You just that's use me how you want use me how you want. And, uh, and that's basically can you what we imagine, did. Can you imagine calling and harassing a client constantly? No. And it's, it was being done. Like I can, how she explained it was it was being done in the sense of, you know, our community group starts tonight. Do you want to join us? I, I wouldn't do it myself, but I can see how getting someone on the phone is more likely to get you, uh, them engaged in it. Or at least they don't want to have to deal with it anymore. So they just say, fine. So which happened to me when I tried to cancel my HelloFresh box, I had to call. And then once they called, they said, how about we just skip for three weeks? And I'm like, fine, whatever, just skip for three weeks. And then uh, the next time I just got on online with them and I said, I'd like to cancel it. Oh, would you like to call us here? No, I just want to cancel the box for now. Uh, do you want to put it on hold? No, I want to cancel the box for now. Are you saying you want to cancel the box for now? Yes, I would like to cancel the box for now. Um, well, it's like when you get on you, when you get on websites and you're like, you know, I just want to talk to somebody. Like when you when you have a problem with your website and you just want to talk to somebody, but they're like, no, check out our frequently asked questions page. Well, okay, the question no. I have isn't there. Can I? Speak to somebody, please. This isn't pick up the fucking phone and I want to speak to somebody, please. please. Or a chat box with an actual person, not an auto reply. Yes, I'm I'm good with that too, actually. I prefer that actually. I don't want to actually speak to people. <laughs> this pandemic has been great for my, you know, agoraphobia. It's been fabulous, actually. <laughs>
I go out when I want and that's pretty much I don't have to and six feet of separation from people I don't have to actually talk to strangers so great you don't have to talk to anyone nope (laughs) love it cool all right so how about anybody want to let us know how not that you're going to but we'll put it out there anyways um Yes, you know, they're going to. They're totally going to. They're going to share with us. not going to. Nobody ever fucking day. emails us. They're going to do it. <sighs> Honestly. Um, so, yeah. Let us know how you're refreshing, how you're changing things. Because we're getting to a point where maybe we were doing one thing for the pandemic, but now stuff's starting to shift a little bit. And how are you mm-hmm. managing that in between, you know, nowhere's land of am I going in am I not going in what am I doing in person am I still doing virtual and when you can get back into the hospital will you still offer virtual Hmm. maybe all of you can say no so that I can have it all for myself and that would make me very happy because I'm old (laughs) (laughs) wrap it yeah, so you can email us at thepragmaticdoulas at gmail.com. And I also want to give a shout out to myself, uh, Birth and Parenting Things podcast. Um, I posted this week about my postpartum journey, uh, my postpartum depression journey, and my mental health issues. So have a listen and let me know what you think about that too. Yeah. It's our little, we have a little podcast network now. <laughs> But, but do that after you rate, review, and subscribe to this one. Absolutely. Because we haven't had a review in like a full year. Come on, peoples. Let us know. You can Say do something. it. You can do it, Duffy Moon. And all the little, all the little, you know, <laughs> all, the little, all the youngins, the 24 to 35 year olds are like, I don't know what that means. Sure. That's our that? demographic. That's our demographic. 24 to 30. New taglines. Yeah. All right. Cool. We love you. Singing the Sailor Moon, the Sailor Moon intro or something. I'll have to learn it first. I'm old, remember? Um, (laughs) All right. Stay safe. Wear a mask. Wash your hands. Do your best. We are coming out of the fog. I feel it. Um, Do your best. Be kind because you never know what that person you're yelling at is going through. I, I want to bring this actually, you know what, before we wrap that up, specific to the, the mask part. If you see somebody without a mask, please do not attack them. I don't care if they are an anti-masker, but you might have the person who, like me, genuinely needs to take the mask off in the middle of the, the store. And I see you. I see the fear in your eyes. I see the concern. I see that you want to lash out but sometimes I have to take it off or I'm going to be kneeling in the middle of that store. So always take that kindness and just believe there's nothing you can do to impact that other person. Shaming that other person doesn't help. And when, like I saw the fear in people's eyes when I had to take my mask off the other day, even though I tried to just press it to my nose, it, it was, there's genuine fear in people's eyes and I see it. So please just be kind, be kind to yourself, be kind to those other people. You don't know don't know what people are going through all right that's it and we will be back next week with the incomparable suzanne and yeah and we're 
we have an interesting we have an interesting topic next week we do come on back all right bye bye everyone Thank you.